Shamai Shamai and welcome to Young, Female and Opinionated. My name is Poppy and I'm Maisie and we are both 16 year olds from Wales who are young, female and most certainly very opinionated. You may think that this sounds a little different to our usual podcast or our first few episodes and that's because we're actually outside right now in light of current restrictions. It is allowed at the moment, we're allowed to sit outside at the social distance um, but as of, well, next week or as of tomorrow, um, actually we have to well stay away (laughs) yes this is very bizarre we're currently sat in my back garden my poor stepdad had to set up our equipment using all the extension leads we could find Um, but i'm very glad that we still have the opportunity to do this Um, and this segues on really nicely to today's topic which will be covid19 the dreaded term if you haven't heard about it enough we're gonna talk about it now yeah a little bit more for you (laughs) with some car sounds in the background maybe (laughs) some birds you know nature it all adds character (laughs) (laughs) absolutely Everyone, young and old, has had a completely different experience of COVID-19. So, Poppy, tell me about yours. I tell you what, Maze, when I first heard about the lockdown, I was really anxious. It really freaked me out to think that I would have to stay in my house for an unknown amount of time. Um, I was in year 11, so I had no idea what that would mean for my exams. Didn't you future. isolate before everyone else as well? Yes, I did. So my sister, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, my sister displayed COVID symptoms, so I had to isolate on the Monday, and then lockdown, I believe, was announced on the Wednesday. And that was so bizarre. I was literally FaceTiming my friends in form time at school <laughs> um, because I had such a fear of missing out. It was really weird. <laughs> Um, and then obviously when lockdown was announced I was a bit relieved that I wouldn't be the only one at home but then like almost straight away I felt really anxious and really uncertain and it was quite a scary time actually how did you find the start of lockdown you're right it has been scary I think at first it was quite daunting um quite upsetting as well Mm. you know not being able to see our families and you said about you know not knowing how long that would be for that was really really frightening and obviously we didn't know exactly what would be going on with school um, and especially being in year 11 you know, how would that work transitioning to sixth form that was worrying me quite a bit but honestly I enjoyed my lockdown it's been a whirlwind of emotions <laughs> and it hasn't been easy at all times but I feel like well we said in an episode before that we've been on a journey of self-discovery <laughs> and it's so true I've I've come to love myself I really have and I've come to understand the ways that I like to work and the things that I enjoy the people I enjoy speaking yeah. to um so yeah I overall I think I've enjoyed it yeah I've been on a similar path actually I think at the start of lockdown you know when people kind of say when you turn 16 you discover who you are <laughs> um, yeah I, yeah and I in 16 in lockdown so I kind of had that six months or so where I really had no choice but to focus in on myself which originally I found really daunting but throughout lockdown I grew a lot closer to people I barely spoke to me and you especially the people you live with yeah definitely I got (laughs) to know my family more (laughs) Um, yeah 
and I really got to know myself more and I got to learn that I am absolutely obsessed with schedules <laughs> and timetabling. <laughs> I'm obsessed with lists. I yes. find that I can't live without a list. A to-do list is my best friend. Yeah, so, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a charming race, thanks. <laughs> um, but whilst I learn about the little kind of weird things I have about myself, I also, like you said, learn things I love. Now, I joke about my obsession with drag queens Oh, a here lot, it is again. <laughs> no one's contacted us. Come on! Um, but I think over lockdown, my obsession certainly grew. But that was because I just love how they love themselves and how they embrace it. And I think through that, I really got to understand myself too, which was interesting. I can't relate in terms of drag queens. Not that I dislike them. I haven't got such a love as you. Um, although I did find my love for the fridge um, yes. oh. and for biscuits. I've got an unhealthy obsession with biscuits at the moment, as well as crisps and oh. well any food in general to yeah, be honest you're making me hungry. <laughs> yeah we'll be back in a sec yeah i'm gonna go have a snack <laughs> so what kept you sane in lockdown maze what kept you feeling grounded and busy <laughs> i don't think anything could keep me sane but um a lot of things kept me busy i'm obviously like you involved with a load of organisations <laughs> and a lot of projects, some of which existed before lockdown yeah. and some of which started up in lockdown. And we were involved in something really, really cool, weren't we? Um, yes. With our local health board. Yes. Um, we were involved in the I'm Thinking of You Cymru campaign. Um, and that was incredible. That kept me really busy for the first few months, really, of <laughs> lockdown. We worked on that for ages. Um, and maybe we should, we'll, we'll tweet the link to this yes, because it, it was an awesome project. Project and the video that we produced highlighted, you know, our thoughts really, and it really did explain how we felt before, during, and how we thought we would feel after um, this period had ended. And I, I'd say that we could discuss that now, but I guess it hasn't really ended yet, has it? So we'll, we'll come back to that one. But I, yeah, I kept busy through a lot of projects, a lot of organisations making me do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I was quite similar to you. So before lockdown, I've always been quite involved with my sport. Um, I've horse rode, horse ridden, horse rode, <laughs> um, since I was about seven and I also do athletics but I've never really been involved in that much community action um, so throughout lockdown I literally signed up for everything <laughs> I humanly could um, and I was really lucky to be approached um, by the Institute of Welsh Affairs and the Welsh Agenda and I was asked to write an article which I still think is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> lots of articles. Um, yeah, lots. <laughs> lots of good articles. Thank you. <laughs> um, and yeah and then I I also took part in that I'm thinking of you Cymru a project which was so incredible that really allowed me to kind of get in touch with my creative side which is not a sentence you will hear me say often <laughs> it makes me cry every time I watch that Literally, video the music guys yeah. you're going to have to watch it yeah and the articles too we'll share those because obviously I yes. wrote an article for the Welsh Agenda too, all about votes at 16 which mm. I'm sure you know by now that I'm really passionate about um, <laughs> rightfully so, so I think <laughs> so so yeah, we've both been really busy, haven't we? Yeah, definitely. Um, but this was a challenge at first. I know I struggled at some points to to find the time to do things, and my friends would question that and think, yeah. you know, "What the hell are you doing in the middle of a pandemic?" Um, it was but the same for me. Zoom was our best friend, and oh we didn't get gosh. off there, did we? <laughs> me and 
and Maisie were quite literally zooming every single day. It was quite ridiculous at some points. <laughs> um, but as well, I found for the first few weeks of lockdown, now guys, you are going to judge me when I say this, I started timetabling my days as if I was in school. <laughs> so I would have my own like form time and then I'd have like an hour. You didn't to tell me this. I did. I've got lists upstairs of my timetables. Um, and I used to search for things to find it. And me and some friends now have a joke that I look for things to do and then I complain I think that I'm do. too busy. I think you do, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's quite accurate of you, actually. <laughs> See, I quite like my peace and quiet. As much, as busy as I am, I, I do take time to myself. Mm. I like a bit of mazy time. The best time of the day. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to have to sign myself up for some poppy time. <laughs> extremely busy with things to do with the community and work outside of school. I don't think school left our minds at any point, no. did it? We were far away from school um, and we didn't have much contact with our schools, but I feel like it was constantly on my mind. I don't Definitely. know about you. And obviously, like we said, we were year 11 and so it was quite a big year for us with a lot of exams planned and they got cancelled so abruptly. They did. I'm getting PTSD. <laughs> and I don't mean to say that to, you know, go against any of the decisions that were made because I feel like they were the best decisions. Yeah. But and I understand that they were difficult to make, but I feel like we really did lack that support as those yeah. decisions came out because it was hard to handle we went from revising constantly yes. to having almost no purpose in life that's how i, I felt did. it was really awful i yeah. remember almost grieving exams <laughs> and actually the day the announcement happened it was so ironic boris and you know mark drapeford then made their announcement saying exams were cancelled and then um i had my french revision guide turn up <laughs> at in the same hour and it was like the universe was slapping me in the face um, and i actually i emailed my head teacher and i was like miss i don't know what to do do i keep revising um i was like should i reset at year 11 <laughs> um, she was like poppy just relax and you know i know as much as you so i think unfortunately whilst it was the best decision people could have made it left us feeling very unsupported yeah. and it left me certainly like Maisie said feeling without a purpose I felt very Absolutely. lost um, and I didn't know quite what to do with yeah. my life <laughs> and our schools kept talking about sort of home learning and yeah. I remember thinking yeah but I've got nothing to learn if exactly. there's no exams there's nothing to learn and I remember the moments I remember it so vividly actually <laughs> very strangely like where I was and everything um, I remember I was in an English lesson and I had a notification on the Apple news app to say that schools were closing after wow. Friday and I remember screaming it out like breaking news <laughs> schools are closing um, and I remember then just thinking no oh my what yeah. what are we going to do about exams we're going to yeah. miss out on so much and then I remember getting home that Wednesday evening and my mum wasn't even home from work yet and I saw the tweets from the Welsh Government Minister for Education oh come gosh. through. I saw, and you know, it says like three seconds ago yeah. or something. I, I saw them straight away and I was gobsmacked. It was crazy. And I will admit I was jumping for joy at the <laughs> fact that I didn't have to revise chemistry anymore. But I, it was so bizarre. Yeah. 
I mean, I, almost unreal. It was. It really freaked me out, and it yeah. still freaks me out thinking yeah. about it now. I was at home self isolating, and a few of my friends messaged me, and they were like, "Poppy, you know, we're all coming home." And I was like, "You're winding me up." <laughs> I was like, "No, you are not." I was like, "Get back to maths." <laughs> and then my mum, I came downstairs, and I was like, "What is going on?" And, and she told me, and it felt like. I was watching the Hunger Games. Yeah, it's it's like a dystopian movie, yeah. and I think that now while we're in school, yeah, wearing masks, and it's so strange. At our school, I don't know what it's like in yours, Poppy, but we need to wear masks on our way to the yeah. buses and on our way from buses and things like that. And it's so strange to see eight hundred kids with face coverings so on weird. it. It's so so odd. I have a little joke with my teachers, so they have to stay in a box. It's not a little <laughs> box; it's duct tape on. Oh the yeah, ours are the and same. If we go in their box we have to wear a mask Um, we're just not allowed in the box (laughs) so if I see my teacher step out of their box even if it's like slightly I'm like miss you've got to get back in the box Um, which I don't know why I'm saying this story now (laughs) I think the point is is that it's really weird and Mm. as A-level students now I really struggle to adapt to this again um and there's still so much uncertainty. Like, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be sitting my exams. Yeah. Um, you know, we just don't know what's going to happen. And it really reminds me of how I was feeling. Sorry, guys, we just had a bit of wind. <laughs> um, it really reminds me of how I was feeling this time a few months ago. And if anything, I was more uncertain then yeah it's it's just education this year is like no other year is it um you know we get comments all the time like your grades are fake they don't actually mean anything you didn't actually earn them and that's quite disheartening because i feel like i at least earned mine well Um, i just say do you want to see the box of revision (laughs) (laughs) i've got a very nice book full of revision it's very lovely message me if you'd like to see (laughs) it is all in welsh though so i can't give it to you sorry (laughs) unless you go to my school (laughs) Um, and so you know I just feel like education is so strange and everyone's having such a different experience of it this year and it's definitely unique not just not just to each area in Wales but from classroom to classroom it's so strange it is but I do remember and I like to keep in perspective how lucky and how grateful I am yeah. to be back at school because as crazy as this might sound coming from a 16 year old <laughs> I really missed school Poppy loves school oh I'm obsessed it, it's quite strange actually I was emailing my teachers <laughs> all throughout lockdown like hey miss how are you it's positive for someone to enjoy education but I think Poppy's got an unhealthy <laughs> unhealthy passion for school exactly so I'm loving being back as bizarre as it is and you know if my teachers are listening <laughs> you know thank you to everyone um you just want good predicted grades next year don't you amazing <laughs> don't expose me <laughs> topic of school Maisie you've just come out of self-isolation for two weeks I, I missed you very much <laughs> I'm sure you did I was having withdrawal symptoms um, how was that it was it was strange and I I hate to admit this but I actually really enjoyed it <laughs> so someone in my sixth form got 
test what well, tested positive for covid um on the 1st of october and so we were off then until my birthday oh. um first day back was my birthday um, yeah <laughs> kind of, of. <laughs> i mean i was free from isolation so yeah i'll consider myself yeah. lucky um and so it was it was strange and i am very lucky that i could learn from home and our teachers they allowed us to follow our timetable so oh, we okay. actually had live lessons too and um, we used um, an online platform to talk to our teachers face to face kind of um and i i really enjoyed it i actually found that i learned more from home yeah. and that i was more productive at yeah. home and maybe that's because i was with the fridge i felt more comfortable um <laughs> but and also with me i travel for an hour every day to get to school and then an hour home too and so i guess being at home really did improve my mental well-being in the sense that i wasn't as tired mm. because i didn't have to wake up at stupid o'clock just to get the bus and things like that the little things really did count mind the gust of wind yeah, sorry, reminder guys. that we're outside <laughs> um and so it was it was nice for me but then also some of my closest friends I noticed how it affected them in the opposite way and I I mean the complete opposite way yeah I can imagine I think the thing with self-isolating for two weeks especially when we have to continue with school um is that it can have a really weird impact on our mental health and as well and so unique as well it's been different for every one of us definitely and something I've been quite astonished at is the amount of young people that don't have access to the resources that would allow them to work from home whether that may be wi-fi or a laptop or even you know the things i take for granted like absolutely i thought that while we were off i thought you know i really do take things for granted and like you said revision books paper a printer things like that i feel like it's not it's not easy for everybody to learn from home it's not and we need to acknowledge that Mm -hmm. and and i think this really leads us on to something myself and Maisie as students are both very passionate about <laughs> and that's this year's exams. Oh. Um, and I think as much as me being the strange teenager I am <laughs> want to do exams, I don't think we should do it in the same way. I don't think it's right or fair because like I don't think said, it's possible. Exactly, I don't think it's ethical. Exactly. There's so many yeah. people who don't even have access to a laptop yeah. and they may have to self-isolate mm-hmm. for, you know, 10 yeah. weeks we well, just don't know Poppy, you haven't had any time off of you no, this no. year whereas i've had a total of 10 school days off yeah. and so that that 10 days may not seem like a lot but what if in three weeks another person at my school tests positive and i have another 14 days off from school that that's 28 days that that's almost a month that i've missed out on exactly and people in other areas may not need that at all and so it's so different from school to school It is, and I do think it's really, really important for us to talk about this because the disparity within affluent areas as well and affluent pupils. So, for example, um, there may be a difference between public and state schools of how much resources they have. Um, And I think, please take this into consideration, ministers, because, you know, as much as I get, it can be really difficult finding a different, fair and just way the, the thing is, though, we, we've got time for that now. I yes. understand that last year that those decisions were made quite 
quite rashly, uh-huh. um, if that's even a word. Um, <laughs> and I don't blame anybody for that no, because there was it was no other choice. we were under a lot of pressure. But this year we've got time. Now is the time to yeah. discuss this. Now is the time to consult with us as young people and see what's most important to us. I feel like it's so important that people understand that we would love to sit our exams. Definitely. We would love to get real grades and we would <laughs> love to have, you know, reliable grades. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not possible. It's, it's not, not the same fair. World anymore. Not at all. So guys, Barbara is picking up over here. Um, but just to end our podcast on a slightly less morbid note, um, you know, if you do struggle with mental health, if you are uncertain, please seek people, please speak up. And if you can overhear me over this rain, we promise, hopefully, that this won't last forever. Yeah, and remember that we're all in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Your friends will be thinking very similar things to you. Yes. It's not an easy time, and we sympathise with you. And, you know, if you want to talk about anything, if you want to tweet anything to us, we'd love to hear your we stories really, about really lockdown. Um, you know, let us know about your experiences, and I'm sure we'll relate. Yeah, definitely. And, as always, I'm Poppy. And I'm Maisie. And, and we are young, female and opinionated.